Hey, this is Matt Stacy, youth pastor at New Life, and this is our podcast. I hope that the preaching and teaching you listen to here encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. This podcast is a ministry of New Life, and as such, is completely free to the listener. That being said, if you feel led to give to this ministry, we want to make that available to you. You can text GIVE to 833-793-0451. You can also give online through the Tithely app by searching New Life Tabernacle. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Oh, let's lift our voice and magnify Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Up from the ashes. Want to hear my praises ring. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen. It is great to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen, amen. It's good to have my sister, David, service with us. Zach, it's great to have you. In the house of the Lord. Amen. In every service, we pray for prodigals. And it is great to see Robert and Jackie walk in this morning. Thankful for the goodness of the Lord and what God is doing. Amen, amen. What a great God. What a great God. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. number 22 Matthew chapter 15 verse number 22 it's already been mentioned camp meeting this week amen in Mustang if you need uh, directions please let one of us know what a what a time it's going to be on the campgrounds amen and uh, to answer that question Evening services do begin at 7 o'clock. Amen. All week long. So, what a great time. We're looking forward to the campground. Amen. So, there will be no Wednesday evening service here. Amen. We'll be Mustang at the campground. And so, looking forward to just a great time in the Lord this week. Amen. Amen. But I believe the Lord is wanting to do something in this place today. Come with a need in your life, you've come to the right place. Amen. God is wanting to touch minister. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. I want to take your attention, verse number 22. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast, cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. 
But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It's not meat to take the children's bread, cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very I want to talk to you just for a few moments this morning on this subject. Just a crumb. Just a crumb. Amen. Just a crumb. Can we just look to the Lord and ask Him to help us today? Talk to us from His Word. Lord, I love you today. I thank you for your Word. Lord, I pray that you would touch and minister. Lord, I pray that your spirit would fall upon this place. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost bring conviction. Lord, I pray that you would break every yoke, every chain, oh God. I pray, Lord, that your word would go forth with anointing, with clarity, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Amen. There is something about the power of God that can work in any situation. The power of God to change a life. The power of God to transform any situation. But just as sure as I am of the power of God... I'm sure that there's an enemy of your soul that does not want you to have an understanding of how powerful God really is. Amen. All of hell does not want you to understand what you can do and be with the touch of God on your life. Amen. We're living in a day to where uh, we don't have so much uh, idol worship as statues and things of of that nature, but we're living in a God in a day uh, where people have successfully made God in its image. People have their own idea of God conjured up in their mind and they, they have Him portrayed as some weak, powerless, uh, and, 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 and unable 
God. Amen. All of hell would like for people to think that somehow the situations that we face are just too big for God. Amen. We get into things and we get into situations. Amen. And, and the enemy of your soul would like for you to feel helpless and without an answer and without a place to turn and without a way of escape. Amen. But I've come to remind you today that there is a God that is bigger than any situation that you face. Amen. He's bigger than any trouble. He's bigger than any problem. God is bigger than your situation. Amen. We live in a world that says God has no power. We live in a world that says that there's no answer in God. Our world says that if there is a God, then why are there so many problems in this world? But I've come to remind you today that God is an almighty God. Amen. He hadn't lost any power. He hasn't lost any ability. Amen. The first thing that I want to preach to you this morning is that God has not changed. Amen. The same God that we read in the Bible is the same God that is at work in this day and in this hour that we live in. The Bible declares in Hebrews chapter 13 Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever. When we read in the word of God if he was ever a miracle worker he's still a miracle worker. If he was ever a deliverer, he's still a deliverer. I've come to remind somebody today that God is still able in your life, in your situation. God is able. Whatever he was, whatever acts that he performed, whatever miracles that he worked, that, that, that he has worked in the past, he is able. God is not limited by time. God is not limited by space. God is not limited by our finite ability, amen, to see Him. God is not limited. Can I tell you, He can still do anything, amen, and everything that is needed in this life. You know, we go through things. We, we, we face situations. We get ourselves in messes oftentimes. Amen. And many times we get into impossible situations. And we begin to think that, that, that we're in so much trouble because, uh, amen, uh, that, 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 that we can't see uh, a way out. Uh, but I remind you today uh, that God is still uh, able. Amen. Anybody believe that He's able today? Oh, he's able. Hallelujah. Amen. The God that we serve is an all-powerful God. Revelation chapter 19, verse number 6, it says, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, 
And as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Amen. Can I preach to you a moment about a God that is omnipotent. Amen. Omnipotent. He's an all-powerful God. Amen. There is no limit to his power. There is no limit to his ability. There's no power higher than our God. There's no power that can go deeper than our God. There's not a power that is greater than our God. Amen. That's why Peter, when he proclaimed to the crowd that wondered what had happened to the crippled man at the gate, beautiful when he was healed, in Acts chapter 4, verse number 8, then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man by what means he's made whole. Then he goes on in verse number 10 and he said, I just want you to know, amen, that it is by the name of Jesus Christ, amen, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. I've come to preach to you today. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's authority in the name of Jesus. There's all power in that name. Hallelujah. Not only is he an omnipowerful God, the Bible tells us that he is an all-knowing God. Mark's been teaching us through the book of Revelation. And as we visited the different churches, we see it over and over again. As Jesus is letting us know that he knows. And as he visited each church, and Brother Mark has taught and ministered on this subject on Wednesday nights, but each one, there's a common thread. He knows. Amen. And not only does he know about the seven churches in the book of Revelation, but I just want you to know to every individual in this place, he knows where you're at. Amen. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what's happening in your situation. He knew what you were going to face today before you ever got here. He knew what was going to happen yesterday before you ever woke up and experienced what you went through. I just want somebody to know he knows where you're at. He sees your heartache. He sees your trouble. He sees what's going on in your life. He knows where you're at. Amen. And I've come to remind somebody today he knows exactly what your need is. He knows he knows. And so as we, as, as we establish the fact that, that God is a God of power 
and that he knows where you're at. Amen. I just want to remind you this morning as we get into this text of, of Scripture where we begin to read of, of, of one of the, the most amazing passages of Scripture in, in, in that, that, that I read in the Word of God that, that is always just kind of boggled my mind a little bit. Just kind of I look at that and I scratch my head and I was like, really? That's what happens in this book of Matthew, the 15th chapter. Now, we're living in, a, in, a, in an offended society. Amen. You know, people get offended over being offended. I mean, we're, we're offended over everything in, in, in this, this, this world that we're living in. And, and, and if you can't find some reason to be offended, just, just look around because there's a reason. And, and everybody seems to be offended today. Offended over that, and this offends me, and that offends me. And, and when I look at the word of God, if there's ever a reason to be offended, this poor lady that went to Jesus, she had a reason. And, and, and she goes there, and there's not a more desperate plea that an individual has than... My daughter's in trouble. My, my child's in trouble. And, and she cries out to Jesus. She went to the right place. She went to the one with the answer. She went to the one with power. And she begins to cry out to Jesus. And the first thing that he did was nothing. He just ignored her. That's what the Bible says. He answered her not a word. He acted like she wasn't even talking. Now that's pretty offensive, just to be ignored. She, she, she asked Jesus, poured her heart out to him, have mercy on me. My daughter is vexed. And all she got from Jesus was silence. Anybody ever felt that way? You're looking and you're searching and you're trying to find an answer and nothing. Nothing. And it's about that time that most would have just walked away offended and went home and said, well, I guess I went to the wrong place. Not going to worship that God. He's kind of rude. And we would have turned and walked away. But this lady... She just continued. And it was then that the disciples, they wanted to send her away because she was a bother. She was bothering them. And they went to send her away. But Jesus was feeling a little bad about the situation and, and he justified it here. And he said, I, I, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. It's only a certain people that I can, can, I, that I can minister to. It's, it's only a certain group of people that, that, that I can do anything for. And, and, and he began to, to try to explain his situation. But then if you look at the lady in desperation, the Bible says that she worshiped him. 
So first, he just ignores her. The second, he tries to explain her why I can't do anything for you. And the response of this dear lady was worship. She understood who he was. She understood what he could do. She understood, amen, that help was within her reach. Amen. And then... Jesus answered. And if it wasn't offensive enough before, the Bible says that he said, it's not meat, this is Jesus, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. So he goes from ignoring to explaining to now just flat out saying, I, I don't help dogs. And this is offensive. This is hurtful. But this lady, there was something in her heart she recognized that if I'm going to get help, it's going to be from him. And she began to worship him. And she responded to him. That's true, Lord. I know you've come just for Israel. I know what your purpose is. But she said... If you could just give me a crumb, if you could just let a crumb fall from the table, I would be grateful. Amen. And it was then that something happened in Jesus. And he said, woman, I haven't seen any faith like this. Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And the Bible says from that moment, he meant her daughter was made whole. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody. When God gets ready to move, it doesn't take him a long time. But in an instant, he can step into your situation. In a moment, he can step into your situation. Hallelujah. So let me just kind of make this plain for a moment. Amen. She was a Canaanite woman. Amen. She has no right to even talk to Jesus. First of all, in that day, just because she was a woman, she didn't have a right to approach him. And secondly, because she was a Canaanite woman, an idolatrous Canaanite. Amen. She didn't even have a right to approach him and to talk to him. Amen. But I've just got to tell somebody today, amen, your history, your lineage, your yesterday, whatever's happened in the past, it does not determine your future in God. Oh, hallelujah, let me tell you again. Your history does not determine your destiny. Your history does not determine where you're going. I've come to tell you today, the God of glory, the God of all power, he steps in and he says, hey, it may just be a crumb, but a crumb will make you whole. A crumb will change your whole situation. 
morning. I've come to tell somebody today there's a crumb. There's a crumb that's available and just a crumb from Jesus made everything whole. Hallelujah. She didn't ask for it all to be fixed. She didn't ask to have the whole miracle. She just said, can I just have a crumb? And Jesus said, okay, I realize I'm breaking all kinds of barriers here. Amen. I'm breaking all kinds of barriers. Amen. But I'm going to step across the line and I'm going to give you the crumb that you're asking for. But somebody needs to realize just a crumb is all you need from the God of glory just a crumb and she was made whole just a crumb just a crumb hallelujah oh Oh, can I tell you today, he, man, when Jesus was wrestling with this situation the Bible says she began to worship him there's nothing that gets the attention of God like a sincere cry of worship. Somebody that just says, I recognize who you are. And while I realize I may not deserve it, I may not be worthy, I may not, I may not deserve any of this, I recognize who you are. And I am just going to give you glory. And I'm just going to give you honor. That's what was coming from her heart. Amen. And Jesus said, I, I can't reject this. Amen. When you're hungry, Here's a crumb. Here's a crumb. Can I tell you, a crumb's all you need when it comes to the things of God. Hallelujah. Little is much when God is in it. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Amen. You know, our things that we face, we face things that are giants. We face things that are obstacles of, of impossibility. And we get to thinking that there's no way around this situation. God says, that's just a crumb. Man, that, that, that's just a crumb. That whole situation is taken care of. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Can we just lift our hands and worship him? Hallelujah. Just a crumb will do. Just a crumb is all that I'm needing. Just a crumb. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. God is still moved by hunger. God is still moved by hunger. You know, we've got this idea that somehow if we get the right approach to God, if we get our life right, then God will do something on our behalf. Amen. Never in Scripture do you find God operating that way. Amen. God is not waiting on you to be right. God is just waiting on you to be hungry. 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 Amen. Hungry. He just, you just have to have the want to. You just got to have the right desire. Lord, I don't deserve the whole loaf, but if you'll just give me a crumb. Amen. When it comes right down to it, we don't even deserve the crumb. We don't even deserve the crumb. Amen. He's worthy. Even every one of us. 
Bible tells us we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We don't have a right to anything that we enjoy in God. Amen. The only reason we are here is because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And His blood put us all on equal footing. Amen. There's no hierarchy in the kingdom of God. Amen. It's the blood of Jesus and it's the body of Christ. Amen. And when we get hungry, amen, for the things of God, and we get hungry enough that says, God, I just need a crumb. I know that you can take care of my situation if you'll just send a crumb my way oh hallelujah I hope I'm making some kind of sense today amen there's a crumb that's available for somebody in this place today there's a crumb hallelujah a God of power a God of deliverance a God of help amen and he's here for you let's stand together this morning Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Just a crumb. Hallelujah. Little is much when God is in it. We come sometimes and we want the whole loaf of bread. Amen. God is saying all you need is just a crumb. Because if you get a hold of a crumb from God, it's enough to make you whole. It's enough to take care of every situation. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about a God that's able today. Oh, hallelujah. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. He's able. The question is the hunger. Are you hungry? And are you willing to worship Him in spite of your circumstance? That lady was able to worship Him in spite of the fact that she was being mistreated by Jesus. And the fact that her daughter was in a terrible situation. But she still fell on her face and worshipped him. Amen. So the question is this morning, can you worship him in spite of your situation?